Hi, I'm Payne Nelson, and this is the Sports Corner Podcast. Listen to us live on Thursdays from 7.30 to 8 p.m. and on Fridays from 12 to 1 p.m. on WFMP.org or on 88.7 FM in the Mid-Hudson Valley. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Corner. I'm Adam Koplick, joined by Zach Tokash and Peyton Ellison. Today is Thursday, March 11th, um, and uh, not the busiest week in sports, but definitely some big that, that is a lie. That is a lie. It definitely wasn't the busiest. There's been busier weeks. We've still got a lot of news. A lot of um, news. I was going to say. But next week, we'll probably get an even bigger influx of news as free agency in the NFL starts officially starts i think a week from yesterday so that'll be um pretty big but uh yeah so we'll just go right back into it um starting off with the uh last week was the nba all-star break last weekend and um the all-star weekend for some reason they had it uh we talked about passive trash last week that they just really shouldn't have even had it but um they did have it Probably definitely should not have, but uh, they did. wasn't worth it in the end. Um, yeah, just so we, I guess we can start off with the dunk contest. I mean, I don't know if you guys watched it. Just really bad, really boring dunk contest. There hasn't been a good dunk contest in a couple of years. Um, seems like there's a lot of you know repeat dunks. I mean, and in the end, I think that the dunk Anthony Simmons won on was just not good. But, like, I mean, I couldn't do it. I mean, it's impressive. But, like, he tried kissing the rim, and he missed. He kind of just blew on the rim. And Obi's dunk was better. Obi definitely should have won that. And that's not even a homer take. Like, he just should have won. But, yeah, what were your thoughts from the dunk contest and that whole, uh, you know, the, the three-point contest as well? The worst the worst dunk contest of all time. My mic couldn't take uh, that take. Um it was just bad. Um, now, I would disagree that um, the dunk contest has been bad over the past few years. It's been okay in 17, decent in 18, again, okay in 19, and then really good in 2020. Maybe that was out, um, Aaron Gordon uh, saving that dunk contest. Yeah. This one was just awful. I mean... First of all, you have uh, Cassius Stanley, a G-leaguer, participating in an NBA dunk dunk contest. Uh, his first dunk was actually really good. He somehow gets a 44. And then, listen, this was the worst dunk contest of all time, but Obi was robbed. Yeah. Let's just call let's just call it what it is. Obi was robbed by someone who, again, for the third week in a row, shout out Scott Bentley. If Michael A. Taylor is 12 years old, then Anthony Simons is his middle school classmate. That 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 guy looks like he went home the next day, went to school, and told all his friends about his dunk contest win. His dad gave him a ride to the arena. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, can we talk bad. about Cassius Stanley's first dunk though? Like I honestly thought that was really impressive. It was. I have no idea how that was like like Yeah. And they know, were like, Oh, made it look too easy. Uh, yeah, I mean <laughs> That's it, a good thing. That's you a really know, good you know, thing. That's why I think I think that happened with Obi's last dunk as well. Like th- that last dunk was a ridiculously good dunk. It was like barely a step in front of the free throw line th- between the legs. 
he just made it look really like casual mm-hmm. that it wasn't like it didn't get the love that it deserved yeah. over Simmons' yeah. last one, which was just not impressive. You know, like, you know what though? It, everyone's been clamoring for former dunk contest winners to be the judges for the dunk contest. They got that this year, and it was still just awful. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, like, I I just feel like you know you hit a point where like. You gotta be. You gotta come up with some new stuff. Um, Obi's first dunk was new. That was really cool. I think he like threw it between his legs and then caught it. Like that. That was a cool dunk. Um, he's a. He's he was really. I think he he definitely had the best three. I think his third one was probably the worst of the three, but all three were really good. Um, but yeah, it it was just bad. It was a really really boring dunk contest. Like mm-hmm. I just. I admit, and I, I'm not, I'm actually not someone who thinks there needs to be like LeBron James in the dunk contest. Like I, I mean, I think LeBron would be awesome in dunk contest, but I don't think he's a better dunker than a lot of these guys. Like he's LeBron, which makes it sick, but he's not a better dunker probably than Obi. It's but just I'll, he's LeBron. I'll argue though that it would be more entertaining to watch whatever he's gonna do over these three. Like I mean, I I liked watching Obi. Don't get me wrong, and I liked watching Cassius, but I mean, like overall. I'd rather have put put five all stars together like LeBron, KD, whoever. Let's see some dunks and call it after that. If we had this year's dunk contest, but it was LeBron, Zion, and yeah, Ja or someone else, I it with the exact same dunks, it would be it would have been a ten times more entertaining dunk contest yeah. just because it's yeah. LeBron James jumping Literally. from the free throw line between the legs instead of Obi Toppin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be you know so the, more electric. Yeah, you know I I think. I think something was missing from that dunk contest, and that's just the fans in the building. Yes. The so. players on the sideline just gassing everyone up yeah. after each dunk. Get out, yeah. Yeah, that that was the biggest difference. I mean, you, you yeah, could hear sure. after great, like there were some great dunks, and the response, you know, the the announcing, he can't get into it because you know who cares? Because it's like, you know, there's no fans, you don't get the electricity of the crowd, and it's hard to make your own energy just because of a dunk. Is that? Exactly, mean was just sitting there like, "What am I watching?" Yeah. I mean, weren't we all? <laughs> like, it was boring as hell. Like, yeah, man. And honestly, like, I get the new rule to make it to me have it end in that only one dunk per each person gets one dunk in the final. But who didn't love the Levine Gordon dunk contest that went like eight fifties? Like. Who doesn't like that? Like who is who got bored after the fourth final round? Like, I wanted it to continue as much as possible. See what they could come up with. I thought it was awesome. I gotta say though, Steph in that three point contest, that was pretty yeah, cool to watch. That, that was unreal, dude. He it's ridiculous. Like the the man just shoots. It, like it's wild to be the best to ever do something. Like no one has ever at least that we know of, lived on this earth and been as good of a shooter as Steph Curry. I don't know. Like, some it's just people, absolutely insane. Some people would want Iguodala over Curry. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so true with the announcers that he was like, all he's got to do is make one. He finds that rhythm. And you yeah. see him like find that like shot, and it's just unreal. It's so smooth. I don't know if you guys saw, but someone posted the video. When he got to the second bin, the left corner, and he hit, like, four in a row, and the guy sitting there just starts shaking his head because, like, it's just a ridiculous thing to watch. Like, he yeah. just it, – it's – his last shot, I think, it went in, and the the net just didn't move. 
Like it just dropped in Literally and the dropped. net just does not move. Like his, it's ridiculous. His first Mountain Dew ball, I don't even think he like realized like what it was. He just kind of like threw it up. It just splashed. Like I was just everything was going. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's insane. Yeah, you, you just can't hate stuff. You you can't. I, I never I don't, understand I don't, that. I I don't, I don't know. I mean I could, I I can hate on mouth guard staff. I'm not a big fan when it's out when he's got you know. I that, love that. I don't know. I mean I, yeah. I, I understand I mean, you can't hating nowadays. You can hate on the 2018 Warriors for sure. You can hate on that team, but. Like, just Steph is a very... I feel like most NBA superstars are just very likable, especially yeah. around this time. That it's just like... Like, LeBron, too. Like, I no. just don't understand people who just hate LeBron. Like, he, like it's a weird thing to just hate him. KD, same. Like, I mean, KD, at least the Warriors thing was, like, something to not to dislike him for, but the Nets thing's not. And, like, it's... I think it's a very good era superstar, but yeah, it, it, Steph still has it, and it's just ridiculous to watch. The, the, the Warriors just got to put some like not horrible teammates around him. Guy Kelly Oubre off the court with Steph. <laughs> no, number one, no to number one option, Kelly Oubre. Right? Yeah, that that team's not doing too well. But uh, the All Star game in of itself, Giannis was absolutely ridiculous. Didn't miss a shot. Um. And Team LeBron ended up winning 170 to 150. Really a defensively minded game. You know, they were they were they were pressing. It was really tough on both ends of the court. Um, I didn't watch most of it. I I never really watched the All Star games like in any sport. I like the fest. I, I like the contests around it. Like I like the home run derby more than the game. I like the dunk contest and two point contest more than the game. I like the skills challenge and um hockey and the s- speed skating thing more than the game. But I just still like, like, what were your guys' thoughts on the All-Star game as a whole in of itself? Also, uh, Demondis Sabonis won a skills challenge because now it's like only big men winning that challenge. Uh, no one. I was. Don't ask me why I was rooting for Nikola Vucevic. I love it. Listen to me, Kendrick Perkins. I can't pronounce Vucevic. <laughs> I, I just can't as I say that. But anyway, um, the All-Star game is. Basically, the All-Star game. I think no matter what format you put in, the first three quarters are always just going to be offense. And anytime you get LeBron and Steph on the same team, I mean, come on, it's a much watch. And then, yeah, to be honest, uh, Steph, Dame, they're just going wild out there. Um, yeah, I. The one thing I will criticize is. If the game is going to be a blowout, then what's the point of the Elam ending? Because basically, you just you saw what happened. It got to 167, and then Dame and stuff just took turns um, trying to end the game. So, I mean, at that point, just play a six-minute four-quarter or something. Yeah. I just it's I watched the NHL All-Star game right, and they've the way that they've set it up now is, and I'm not saying, like, they're not, of course, they're not giving it their all. Nobody's giving it their all going lights out in an all-star game, and we, we know that. However, they're still putting up an energy of, like, going out there and playing, because there's four different teams. You're each playing for a million dollars. There's still that energy of, like, competition out there, and I'm not saying that it isn't here, but when you got, like, 
Steph and Damian Lillard and these guys like throwing threes from the half court. And don't get me wrong, I love to see it and I love when they go in. But like like you said, like when it's gonna be a blowout and stuff, like can we find a way to make it like a little more competitive to like put some energy? I don't know. Just like the NHL was a three on three contest, right? Yeah, they've turned it to the three on three contest That's between genius. four of the yeah, be, between four divisions. Like it's genius. Like I mean, figure out like there's got to be a way that you can do it to where it's still entertaining. Because I know the older like we we'll sit down and watch it, of course, because we want to see what happens. But like an older generation or older people who want to watch it, or even like my age kids, like let's put something more entertaining out there. There's got to yeah. be something. And there's like 24 or so all stars, right, in the NBA. Yeah, some of that. They could yeah. do an 18 bracket of three on threes and like games to seven or something like that and have the whole day to that. And that would be super entertaining. And yeah. And even do like half court, like the, something different, yeah. like make it smaller so you're not having a full court. Like, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. I think that would something. be way more entertaining for sure. Um, move on to stay in the NBA, moving on to a bit more serious topic. Uh, Myers Leonard was streaming go. during, um, la- I think it was last week. Yeah, it was co- it was only a couple of days ago, and um, used the Kessler against uh, Jewish people. Um, just he was just like yelling during a Fortnite game. Just screamed it like paused. It was, it was Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty. Warzone or something? Yeah, I mean, it yeah. doesn't really matter. Uh, his excuse was that he didn't know what the word meant at the time. Um, and he now sees how offensive it is and that he was wrong. The NBA fined him $50,000, I think. It suspended him for a week. Um, uh, you know, this is a just obviously insane, horrible situation. I was pretty pissed off about it, being Jewish. Um I did like, though, what Julian Edelman said. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Julian Edelman, who's a uh, – I, I don't even – is he still playing? Like he, He's wide receiver for the Pats. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's Jewish, and he put something out saying, like, listen, I do see, I do feel like you had no idea what it meant, and you're – it was just kind of a stupid thing to say, but it's a really stupid – but it, it's a very bad – it, no, not saying things that you don't know what it meant can have even worse consequences because now people are just going to say it to be edgy and that stuff. And that Edelman offered to um, educate him about the topic, which is the same thing he said and he did with uh, Deshaun Jackson, the former Eagle wide receiver who made some anti-Semitic comments during the season last year. And Edelman met with him and they went to, I think, the Holocaust Memorial together and spent a day talking about those issues and I think that was a really strong thing from Edelman and strong thing to say from Leonard. I mean, in terms of the actual situation, it's just, I mean, it's just ignorance and whether or not he knew what it meant. You know, I mean, if he knew what it meant, it's obviously significantly worse than if he didn't. But not knowing what it means, then you you obviously know it's some sort of vulgar insult. Like, if you're calling someone it, you know it's an insult. So why would you say an insult that you don't know what it means? Because then you're just setting it up for... You know, you're just setting up a really bad situation that people are going to try to be edgy and dark humor and that stuff and then, you know, say it to people and it's a really insanely horrible insult. Yeah, it's it's 
complete ignorance and I have to commend Julian Edelman again for his response and taking the time to want to educate and help and because clearly he needs it and I I just I have a problem with he says this I understand that now he has his absence away from the team or he's uh stepped away um indefinitely or whatever it is um but he gets he says this and all he has to do for the nba is pay fifty thousand dollars that that's just fine it's, it's a slap like, on the wrist i mean, yeah, I mean like, like, um, that fine is pennies to this dude he's on a giant contract really, you say this and you, it's a fifty thousand dollar fine like i have a problem with that like i don't yeah ben? i i have a lot to say but i think i'm gonna say it for the for the next segment because i i would i, I honestly just want to sit here and deliver a soliloquy for like eight minutes all right uh we can hold that off to the uh you, you want to hold it off to the passive trash or you want to do it till after the break after the break all right well um before that for these last uh couple of minutes um kind of interesting uh, um story that we that we don't have to talk that much about but the nhl is signed a just more happy story but the nhl signed a seven-year deal with espn and disney um and they're going to be going back to espn for the next seven years and honestly i think this is the best move that the nhl could possibly make because espn is like they say the worldwide leader in sports they are they have a lot of very accessible channels espn plus is a huge streaming service at this point um and I think that it's going to really help grow the game. And I just keep picturing like Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman debating hockey on first take. And that would just be fantastic. Like, you know, hockey's very much ignored by ESPN. It's always been like baseball's gotten more and more ignored, but it was, it used to be somewhat. Hockey's been ignored for years. And I think it's huge for them to get back to ESPN, maybe get Gary Thorne calling some more hockey games. That's been trending on Twitter. I need that again. Need again, just, helped by um, Scott Bentley. Scott Bentley, host of the Bentley Show. I just want to read the um, ESPN package that it comes with because it was it was fifty percent of the fifty um, percent of the uh, playoff games over the next uh, four years are going to be. On ESPN, 80 regular season games are going to be exclusively on Hulu, ESPN Plus, uh, ABC, and will be a part of the deal for um, playoffs and stuff. There's a bunch of different things. I just, I know we talked about this before. I think I hate, or I've meant to bring it up. I hate what they're doing now because the NFL started doing with doing this with Amazon Prime, and now they're doing this with ESPN and Hulu. Is I understand the whole package and everything, but we can't like the older generation. It's such a problem for them. They're not going to, they don't know how to use these other subscriptions and how to do this stuff. Like how do I expect my grandma or grandpa to watch a game? Like this is teams that they've grown up in love. Like, I just feel like we're like, I understand it, but there needs to be more of like, I don't know, help to that side and accessibility, I guess. Yeah, I agree with that. And, uh, We'll talk more sports, and we got a Myers Leonard rant coming up, so uh, stay tuned. You are listening to the Sports Corner Podcast. Hear us live on Thursday evenings on radio and Friday afternoons on WFMP.org. This is 88.7 The Edge. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Sports Corner. 
Uh, when we went to break, we were talking a bit about the Myers Leonard situation. We we're talking about we we're actually talking about the ESPN hockey deal, which we can touch on a little, little bit later again. But before uh, Payne, you had some thoughts on the Myers Leonard situation. I've been thinking what I was going to say on this radio program since since the news dropped, since the video dropped that he said this. And here's what I have to say. Myers Leonard, you are 29 years old. If if you were ignorant about the history and how offensive it was to the Jewish community, that that's on you. Because you literally sat there and paused for a whole second. Think I don't know what you were thinking. Maybe you're thinking, should I say this? Should I not say this? Or maybe you were thinking, should I use a different a different word for a different ethnic group of people? But that's a story for another day. I, I, I don't like the situation at all. I don't like the fact they said, obviously. I don't like the apology, even though it's not a notes app apology and it doesn't use, I'm sorry for those who, who I may have offended. But. Is it not a notes app apology? It, it's not. It's like, um, it, it's not a notes app. I, that's, that's. Pages document. Uh, Stepped it up. Sure. <laughs> sure. But I'm just annoyed. Why? Honestly, the best thing about this pandemic is that everyone that is of that region, of that mindset, they're basically exposing themselves. That's the only good thing that has come out of this pandemic, aside from. You know, maybe some of the things, but um, what I'm more annoyed at right now is the punishment. I preached before on the show that I believe in second chances, but the second chance cannot start until the first chance ends. And the Heat have not ended the first chance because, sure, he got cut from FaZe Clan. Uh, that's a, was that a video game? A, a, an esports uh, yeah, team, some team, right? Yeah, I yeah. Um, but fifty thousand dollars in diversity training—what is that supposed to do? That—that's literally just saying, okay, just uh, we'll take fifty thousand dollars from your account, and uh, you'll go to diversity tra- training that you may not, may or may not listen to. That that's just annoying. And Complete one more th- one more thing before I I move on to the other story um, that surrounds this. During the bubble, he was one of just two players to not kneel for the national anthem, and he gave the excuse of uh, his brother served in the military. Which sure that that's a reasonable excuse, but when this happens. Now, now that just put into question. Mm-hmm. But the other player, by the way, was Jonathan Isaac. Um, the other story is Greg McDermott. Same situation. He used the word plantation in in a speech to his team. Um, basically, he told his players to stay on the, stay on the you know. Um, and he went on Twitter. He apologized. He posted a whole statement and everything. Um, and then the Blue Jays, um, what's what's the college name? Charrington 
suspended him indefinitely, which which is great. Indefinite suspension. He can't coach the Big East tournament. Great punishment. They unsuspend him the after the very next game. No. Nothing will change if we can't hold people accountable. Like, we, we hear a lot about cancel culture. It's bad. It's terrible. It's whatever. Cancel culture is really just a strong version of hold people responsible for their actions culture. If we cannot, if we cannot hold people accountable for their actions, then nothing is ever going to change. Yeah. I completely agree, but the NBA has to come down with a harder stance than $50,000. Like, if we're going to say that and we're going to hold people accountable, then the punishment needs to be there, too. Exactly. I, I agree. $50,000 is about 0.5% of his uh, 2020 salary. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Pe- it's pennies to the dude. Like, he's not worried. He's, he said oh, he says okay and gives it off. He, he isn't thinking about that. Like Also... Myers Leonard is literally a cheerleader for the Heat at this point in his career. He's, yeah, that's he's making ten million dollars to cheerlead. Listen, I understand. So if, if they, I'm sorry. If they can't, if they can't give a reasonable punishment for him, what's going to happen if a big star like I'm just throwing an example out there, Gordon Hayward does something like this? Dude, like I understand the fact that we live in this world where you, where if you're if you can throw a baseball hard enough, you can hit threes well, you can basically get away with anything. So like, Meyer, but Myers Leonard, like, what's the point of keeping him on your team? Like, what, like, what is he so important to that team? Like, is he is he really glued to that team? Like, is he that good in the locker room that, despite this horrible thing he said, and and honest, but honestly, I'm not saying he needs to be cut. Like, I, I, I again, like, yes, I do believe in second chances. I don't think that the first thing is getting cut, but. Again, but yeah, fifty thousand dollars and away from the team for a week when he's already injured. Like, what is that? Oh yeah, it's, he's out for the season. In case we didn't mention that. Yeah. Um. Like. Yeah. It it really does piss me off. Um. And I I do believe more in what Julian Edelman's doing than anything, but there does have to be punishment to to you have to really understand that what you said was really wrong. Before you can grow from it, and you so there needs to be some sort of punishment, real punishment, that Leonard will like, you know, actually really understand his actions, the gravity of what he said. And I do believe that being more educated on topics, which uh, I know Deshaun Jackson talked about this, that after he met with Edelman, he was very, like his whole mindset on the topics changed. Like you know, this is a really serious stuff, and it's just something that. Like you said, like, like there needs to be accountability in sports for so many different things that there just hasn't been. Um, yeah, we have guys left, but yeah, yeah you just, have a final minute. Yeah, uh, the people out here defending this because, oh boy, you wouldn't survive in a co- of co- in a Call of Duty lobby. That's for the ten to twelve year olds on the game who don't know much better. Leonard is twenty nine years old. He knows better. He should know what this word means. Why yeah. are we defending this by using a 10 to 12 year old's actions? Yeah. And like the defense of ignorance is a defense that, like you said, he should know what it means, but it is some sort of like 
understanding thing. I mean, still, he, he's an idiot and he's and it's ignorant and it's horrible. But like you said, like this man's a 30 year old, like he's a 29 year old, like he's not a 15 year old or 13 year old middle schooler who you, you hold him to a different standard. And and also, he's so he's an NBA player, so an athlete people look up to. So, um, yeah, that's all uh, we've got. That's all the time we've got for today. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for Payne Allison's at Tokash. I'm Adam Koplik. We'll see you tomorrow at noon for some bonus coverage. You are listening to the Sports Corner Podcast. Hear us live on Thursday evenings on radio and Friday afternoons on WFMP.org. This is 88.7 The Edge. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sports Corner Bonus Coverage. I'm Adam Coppin. Join Peyton Nelson and Zach Tokach. If you listened the last couple weeks, you already know what we are doing today. It's Pastor Trash hosted by Peyton Nelson. Peyton, take it away. All right, you should know this game by now. We play a game of Pastor Trash. You either pass a take, a tweet, a story, or whatever, or you trash it. Uh, so... That's about enough talk. Are you two ready for a game, a pass, yes, or trash? Let's go. A uh, quick shout out to Zach, who is currently in his outside studio. Yeah, I had to be outside. I can't be <laughs> outside today. It's too beautiful. All right. So uh, we're going to start with a tweet from Jose Canseco, a.k.a. Takashi Canseco, a.k.a. Uh, Jose69, a.k.a. whatever names you want to give. For Jose Canseco. So Jose Canseco basically put out a tweet saying he had a confession to make. A few minutes later, he put up this tweet. Mark McGuire corked his bat before every game. Um, I'm going to start with Zach. Do you care or not? A.K.A. do you pass or trash? I hate Jose Canseco. <laughs> Billy Football already knocked him out. The dude's now irrelevant. I can't stand him. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, trash. Anything he says, absolute trash. <laughs> what if he calls for world peace? All right, now you're getting a little like, on. <laughs> I mean, if he ends up being a nice guy, but clearly, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of him. Um, yeah, I also, I, I think Jose Canseco says just whatever he possibly can to stay relevant, stay in the news. Um, at the same time, I don't fully doubt that Mark McGuire corked his bat. Like, that absolutely may have happened. I mean, I think a lot of guys did that stuff back then. But, I mean, I don't really care. I mean, I think Mark Mark McGuire's already got a million asterisks next to his name, and we all know he uh, did steroids. Um, I, I mean, whether or not he did, he corked his bat, that remains to be seen. But, yeah, I kind of agree that most things Jose Canseco say should probably be uh, taken with a, um, I forget, grain of salt. And uh, didn't he also say that A-Rod was cheating on J-Lo? Jose Canseco says so many things I don't hey, even remember. Shoot or shoot, what can you say? <laughs> Shot his finger one time and all of a sudden he can't stop talking. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay, so we talked a lot about the All-Star game in the previous segment, which you can re-listen to on the podcast after this show ends. Um, so the All-Star game, Team LeBron won it 170 to 150, but what we didn't talk about is that everything was on the same day. The skills contest 
and the three-point contest, where before the game and then the dunk contest, the worst dunk contest of all time, was at halftime. So there are some, there's a little bit of clamoring from people on the interwebs that this should stay, that everything should be um, one block all day. Uh, I'm going to start with Adam. Do you pass or trash? Uh, I actually pass that. I really, I did like having it all kind of together. I do think, but but my dream all-star game would have an entire day, like we talked about on last episode, of like three-on-three tournament, and have that be the Sunday, and then also Saturday as all the events. But I, I did like it kind of together, but you also have to remember that they are going to have a Rising Stars challenge, and you don't want to have the Rising Stars game at like 2 p.m. on a on a Sunday. Okay. So, and all, so I probably would go with um having the events on this i would probably stick with having the events on the saturday also from the nba's perspective you probably get more I, I think that those events are really have always been kind of more even more so geared towards kids who don't want to sit through the all-star game but kind of like the dunk contest the point contest and kids a lot of times have to go to bed earlier on a sunday they can't stay up when you have the dunk contest at like you know 9 30 10 o'clock so I, I think it's probably smarter than to have that whole thing on a Saturday. Um, but I, I did enjoy having the halftime show being a dunk contest. I think it's pretty cool. I'll pass this because just for COVID, like, I understand the circumstances that you have to do in a day. You're trying to get it fast, whatever. But if you're able to do it in various days, I'd much rather have that. I understand, like, the times and everything. I know we talked about this already. I would much rather have a J. Cole halftime performance then a dunk contest halftime performance, That's not the point. same energy at all. Um, and I mean the fans too. It took away a lot of that. So yeah, I'd rather have it in three days, but I'd rather, due to the circumstances, just pass it for the one day. Uh, I'm going to agree with Zach. I think I would pass for this year, but in future years, uh, just have it on separate days, have it back to normal. But if you do have to have it on one day. Don't make the dunk contest at halftime. That Amen. A, trunc- a truncated dunk contest is not that's fun, true. as we saw this year. Although, <clears throat> that's for other reasons. Um, uh, by the way, Peyton, you're in Minnesota still, right? Yep. Just letting you know, it's 70 degrees over here right now. Hudson Valley should 70 degrees the first time this year. Oh, that's great. We haven't seen 70 since September. That that's beautiful. Uh, it's important to note that this was a night honoring um, HBCUs. HB, I can't speak today. HBCUs historically black colleges and universities. Um, Team LeBron swept the entire game. Um, they won a total eight of seven hundred fifty thousand dollars for the Thurgood Marshall College Fund. So, if there is a positive from this All Star game. Uh, that is one of them. So back to actual basketball. A former All-Star is joining the Nets. That's something that you have heard a lot in the past year and a half. This time is Blake Griffin. They have agreed to deal with the six-time All-Star. He became a free agent after a buyout on Friday with the Pistons. He cleared waivers on Sunday, immediately signed with the favorites, to win the NBA title. Um, of course, Griffin is not the same. His numbers have taken a steep decline, and he hasn't dunked since the 2019 season. So 
I'm going to start with that. Do you pass or trash this? Never mind. I'm starting. I'm starting with that. Oh, I uh, I'm pretty indifferent to it, honestly. I think that it's a great name, obviously, and it's Blake Griffin. But he's like you say, he's not what he used to be. I don't. It's definitely not a move the needle. Uh, it's not a move the needle move. If that makes sense. He's probably not starting for them because he's not. He's he can't play center at this point in his career. He can't play, and also the Nets have needed all year some more defense, and Blake Griffin definitely does not provide that at this stage of his career. So I, I don't think it's a great move by the Nets, but I also I mean it's not a bad move. It's a veterans minimum. Um, I just you know I I do think the Nets would be much, very much inclined to get a real defensive center at the deadline if possible even someone like Nerlens Noel I think would be a fine fit there like j- just some sort someone to help stop the bleeding defensively but I mean it's a good he's definitely despite not being what he used to be he's definitely a solid bench option and the Nets are I mean after the James Harden trade they really needed some depth so uh yeah I like I don't think it's a horrible move I, I don't think it's a great move it's not moving the needle or anything but I think it's a solid move so I Pretty indifferent, though. I'm tired of superstar teams. I, I understand, like, that he's older at this point, whatever, but he's still, like, I mean, he's still Blake Griffin. It's still, you're still bringing him to the Nets who just added. I mean, how much more do you need? And I understand the whole center thing, but there's got to be a point where it's too much, right? I don't know. How much help does Joe Harris need, like, in the end? Amen. How much help does Joe Harris need, indeed? Um, I'm going to pass. Blake Griffin is going to suddenly revert back to Lob City. Blake Griffin, he's going to dunk over everyone, and everything will be fine. We will, the Nets will cruise to a championship. No, yeah, um, honestly, why not? I mean, <laughs> no, um, there there has been reports that he's just been unmotivated in Detroit. I mean, I guess that's kind of what Detroit will do to you. Um, but no, it, it he's not going to be a star for this net team. He'll be a depth piece. I think Steve Nash has said that he will be a center uh, most of his time in the Nets uniform. So it's depth, but it's not something that completely moves the needle. Like all of a sudden now the Nets are going to blow out the Lakers um, in four games in the finals. So, you know I me, mean? we have to get a baseball story in. Um, so the Indians... The Cleveland, the Cleveland Indians, aka the Cleveland baseball team, after 2021, um, they are losing more players due to COVID violations. They are losing Jose Ramirez and Framil Reyes. Now, Jose Ramirez, of course, a former MVP candidate. Framil Reyes, basically um, a three true trial player. I have no stats to back that up. Um, this is nothing new for the for the baseball team. Um, uh, Zach Plezak and Mike Clevenger were punned restricted lists, and then the latter was traded last year because they violated um, protocols. And of course, the baseball team is under investigation right now because of the stuff that they their former pitching coach Mickey Calloway did. Um, I don't know what. I don't know why I said all this for. This is an obvious pass, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Adam, do you pass or trash? The Indians sending them home, you mean? Or they will be sending them home? 
Yeah, what part are we passing? Yeah, I, I trashed them violating protocols. Yeah. I, I passed the punishment, yeah. Yeah, the MLB needs to punish them. That's what I'm passing this Yeah, yeah that, that, that's what I meant. This was an easy pass uh, for the punishment, an easy trash for uh, Ramirez and Reyes. But it needs to be a harder punishment, clearly. Like, if this, the 4th of July last year, I mean, that was in prime time of everything getting crazy. If he was violating, like, I understand that he had a mask, but still, um... And this is the second time the punishment needs to be harder. I mean, we were just talking about that with the NBA. Just crack down. Yeah, they, what they did with Clevenger and Plesak was what was the right move. I think they, they sent that AAA for a while until they they turned out they, they never made another start that year, did they? Until they traded Clevenger. Plesak uh, did the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, they, they also had Carlos Carrasco, who's a cancer survivor, on their team, and that was the part that really, you know upset me but terry francona is also a cancer survivor and he's on he's their manager you know it's just it's selfish and you know you're so close to the end of everything like you know vaccine rollout's doing well just kind of you know stay safe for just a couple more months and then you know you're now, there. now in fairness i don't think you're sending down jose ramirez and actually i don't think he has any options left so no, no. i don't think you're i don't think you're going to end up releasing jose ramirez because of this um, yeah, you suspend him for the first week of the season or something like that, and just kind of make it known that it's not accept acceptable or something like that. Yeah. Now, granted, the Cleveland baseball team is not going to pay Ramirez anyway, so <laughs> I guess that doesn't really matter. Soon anyway, we talked about this um, in the first half, uh, and yes, this is breaking news. I do have an NHL story. ESPN. AKA Disney, AKA ABC, AKA everything in the world has agreed to deal with the NHL to broadcast NHL games. Um, 25 regular season games will be on ABC or ESPN. Um, a thousand out mark games will move from NHL TV to ESPN plus and 75 national games will be exclusive to ESPN plus and Hulu. Now, as a non-hockey fan, I do want to say that this is great for hockey. Honestly, you if a casual person, the casual person thinking about sports is usually thinking about ESPN first. Um, but what I don't like is that um, games are going to be exclusive to ESPN Plus, and I have a whole rant prepared about streaming games but i'm going to start with adam do you pass or trash this um i i agree with what you said i i pass everything about it except for those uh exclusive games like i, I listen i understand that it's not that many games well, actually it's, it means probably every team will probably have like two or so exclusive games a year but it's just it's you 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 want people watching and you want as many people watching as possible. Um, at the same time, though, I do think that you're gonna get more people watching because it's on ESPN. You're gonna get you know NBC's other channels this year for hockey have been uh, NBCSN and uh, what's it called um, USA, which are yeah. just not channels that people usually watch but espn's other two channels at least for basketball have been abc and tnt and those are very easy channels to find a lot of people watch those so i think that you're going to get it's just it's it's just going to end up being good for hockey and like i said on the earlier show 
I genuinely think you know you're gonna get ESPN always pushes the sports that they have that they show. So like when when they bought a lot of WNBA games, they started talking about the WNBA more on their shows. I think that's what's gonna happen with the NHL. They're gonna say, okay, listen, we have this many exclusive NHL games. I mean, they did with UFC. They have a lot of UFC talk nowadays because they bought all this uh, UFC coverage. Like they they they're gonna make a lot of money off of hockey. And they're going to want to push it. So I think that the more you get people talking about it, the more you're able to sell your best players and the more you're able to market a guy like Connor McDavid who plays in Edmonton, who half people have never even heard of, despite being one of the greatest players, I mean, one of the most talented players probably ever. But this will end up being, I think, really, really good for ESPN. So I, I pass it. But don't love the exclusive streaming, but at least it's only for regular season, not the playoffs. I, I'm with you on ESPN growing the the sport because i mean nhl doesn't have the the representation i mean you talk football basketball baseball i mean hockey's always left out i hate that the 75 national regular season games are going to be streaming exclusively on espn and hulu um espn plus and hulu because i like i said in the earlier show i think that's way harder for some people to access those and yeah, access, not excess. Wow. Um, but I do love that it's coming back to ESPN, and I love that half of the Stanley Cup playoffs are going to be on ABC and ESPN. But So I passed that, but I just trashed the exclusive games. Can I just ask, why do we move to, to exclusive streaming stuff, exclusively streaming sports? Because basically with Disney+, Plus, ESPN+, Plus, Netflix, YouTube TV, or whatever provider you use, you're basically paying more than what you would for cable and you can't even get everything with YouTube TV because I know all the Fox regional networks are off, are off of most of the streaming services, except for the most expensive one, AT&T. So I, I, I just, I do oh, love oh, it. And oh, by the way, every single game is behind by like a whole pitch or a whole, possession that's garbage it, it, i've said that's garbage from the get-go when mess. they made that rule but i do love that they're the nhl.tv is going to now be on espn subscription because that makes it way easier for people like we we get it because we like to watch the golden knights we like to watch flurry we like to watch our other players who are playing elsewhere now so that'll be way easier to um watch them so i'm happy about that yeah i i just think that the whole yeah, the streaming age, I'm just waiting for one channel to just like, like I, and I feel like it'll probably be Disney at some point, just buy up every single possible sports channel so I can like just stop watching. I mean, because I, I still do have cable just because, you know, Yes is only on like two networks and MSG is only on a couple. Like very few channels have everything. So like, I, I think that there it, it does seem like you know cable is dying out but and i understand that so i understand the exclusive streaming but you know you, you wish that you could have some sort of just more um you you, you don't want to force people to get this just to watch your games but regardless uh we will be right back after these messages you're listening to the sports corner podcast Hear us live on Thursday evenings on radio and Friday afternoons on WFMP.org. This is 88.7 The Edge. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pass or Trash here on the Sports Corner, hosted by Peyton Allison. Peyton, take it away. 
Uh, this is actually going to be the last past the trash story because we do have some something very important to talk about. You know the date, or yesterday's date. Um, so the Texas Rangers will be the first team to allow full capacity in their ballparks because Texas is Texas. Um, so Texas has 100% resumption of business. And the Rangers will be one of those businesses to take effect. Um, now, I want to be the person that uh, that makes the casual fan joke of, well, they're not bringing fans to the ballpark anyway. But at this point, Texas is just going to be Texas. Um, that place is going to be sold out. That, yeah. I mean, that, that is going to be full. Sold out. Yeah, it's gonna be wild to see. Listen, at, at this point, just let them do what they want. Yeah, um, I'm planning whenever. I mean, hopefully, I'll be vaccinated by that point. But whenever New York says like, you know, you can have full capacity in the stadium, I would like to go. I'm just hoping that it's not at a point where COVID infections are still very high, and hopefully, it's in like you know June when they're super low, and then you can like go back. I don't think it'll ever come to that with New York. I'm not gonna lie, like. I think they'll eventually get to 100%. I just say, no, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying with it still being like, oh, you could yeah. still very easily get COVID, but go ahead, have 100%. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to guess this is an easy trash for yeah. both of you. Uh, it, I like to see full fans, yeah, when the time's <laughs> right. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> That's, I want that more just, than anything. I want to be there more than anything, but... When the time's right, yeah. They've got to have some sort of, like, formula. Where yeah. it's like, when COVID infections hit this, we'll go up five, we'll go 5% for every, like, time when COVID infections go out, down by X number. And obviously, Texas is not doing that because there's still a lot of COVID infections. Yeah. Um, like, you know, like Zach said, it's going to be really awesome to see that many people there. But, yeah, I mean, there's no mask mandates in Texas. Um, they said they'll have a social distancing section. I don't. I just doubt how they're going to even do that because there's going to be 45 or 50. Is that like a smoking that. section? Yeah, that, that's exactly what I thought of. What? <laughs> it's like, look oh, here, you can stand away from everybody else. But, like, how are you getting in the stadium? You're not, you're not social distancing getting in the stadium. You're just not. Um, no, it, you're not social distancing when you're tailgating in the parking lot either. Like, like what? It's going to be cool to see, like Zach said, that many people together. It's going to be a really nice thing. It just it, it th- that's the kind of moment that should happen when we are looking back at COVID and we're not fully in the midst staring of it. it down the eye, like at the like yeah. in the face like I mean yeah yeah <sighs> well Texas gonna go with Texas they start their home season against the Toronto Blue Jays who are not playing in their home country because people because states like Texas exist so that's all I have for Pastor Trash. Um, a year ago, yesterday and today, speaking of COVID, is when the sports world and basically the entire world shut down. Um, it was basically on its way to Newton. Anyway, the Ivy League canceled its um, conference tournaments. Some teams said they were going to play without fans in the building. Um, the Jazz and Thunder game was postponed out of nowhere, like 10 seconds before tip-off, and then it turned out that... Rudy Gobert tested positive, and then Donovan Mitchell did the same. The NBA suspended its season that day, uh, which meant Vince Carter uh, suddenly had to retire. 
a lot of things happened. Um, Didn't Tom Hanks also get it that day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the NHL suspended the NHL, Major League Baseball, and what am I about to say? NFL, MLS suspended their seasons, and then the big um, like news drop that the NCAA tournament, which by the way we're gearing up for again, congratulations to that, that was canceled. Um, a year ago today. So Bad news for Duke, though. Oof. Yeah. Th- something about that voice just sounded Man. completely sarcastic. Man, they weren't even making it regardless. I, I mean, they 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 would have to make a they would have had to make a hell of a run in the ACC tournament to even make it. Like, yeah. What a wild. So, First so, time in '95, they're missing it. So I I just do have to ask, where were you when all this news dropped? All right. So I was at. First, I was at um, I was tutoring my friend's little sister when they stopped the when they announced that March Madness would have no fans. And I remember like checking my phone, and I was like, you know, in their house, and I was like, should I be here? Like, <laughs> this doesn't seem safe. And then I went home, and we were watching. I, I don't even know. I, I oh, I, I was watching the Rangers game because that's what happened. I was watching, or the Rangers game was about to start. We were watching something else, regardless. We're watching TV, and we got the news alert that Tom Hanks got it, and that was like, Tom Hanks, like, like that's a famous person. Like, if they can get it, anybody can get it. And then the NBA, and, and then we got the alert that um, OK, the OKC thing, and that was just like, what is going on now? And then I saw the Gobert video, and that was just insane. Um, <laughs> And then they announced that the NBA season was canceled, and I remember watching this the Rangers game against the Avalanche, and it was they were I mean they're on the West Coast, so I didn't watch, I don't think I watched the whole thing because it was technically a school night. My last literally my last night before my the la- last day I've been in my high school was one year ago tomorrow, but um oh no one year ago today actually, which is just insane. But at the same time it was it was like wait what's happening now. <laughs> And then the watching the Ranger game, I was like, this doesn't matter. Like none of this is gonna matter. We're the, this the season is over. Like this is just weird. And they ended up scoring in like tiny game with twelve seconds left, and I just did not care. It was just, it was wild, man. It's been a year, just insane. Well, I don't remember exactly where I was, but I, I mean, watching, like, I listening to you say all that again, like, gave me chills. It was wild. Like, yeah, I'll never forget, like, just reading it. I don't remember exactly where I was, but I remember watching it on Twitter and, like, just freaking out. Like, I can't believe this is actually happening. I think it may have been the same day of the first show we did with Zach. Uh, no, that was that was a week before. Oh, it was a week before. We, yeah. Oh, yeah, we, oh, yeah, we can't. We all, we all refused to show up. We were like, we are not going right now. Because they, like, it was like the, because it was like the day after that. And we were like, we are not going to, like, this small unwell ventilated uh radio station right now like we like yeah. without masks and everything we were like we're not doing that oh man that, that same day is when new Paltz basically shut down campus they yeah. they basically had a two-week period where there was going to be no classes thinking you know everything was going to be fine yeah, we thought we, we the schools were just like we'll just extend spring break yeah, that will be completely fine. Like, I thought I'd get like three weeks off of school, maybe, and then I have to yeah. go back. I haven't stepped foot in my high school since. Like, it's just, it's been an absolutely insane year, man. But there's light at the end of the tunnel. Finally. Yep. You know, after all this, there's some. Remember sort of- to stay safe, everyone. 
don't break any protocols. Yeah, that's we're all. We're almost there. Just you know, gotta get a couple more months. Gotta get and and if you can and if you are eligible, please do get vaccinated. It is a basically miracle vaccine. So like you know, it's really yeah. Everyone stay safe and uh, thank you for joining us on the one year anniversary of COVID of the sports corner you're actually hearing this on march 12th or via the podcast so thank you for listening everybody